Hello and welcome to another edition of Ranking Thrones. I am James Kelly. And I'm Evan Camacho. We have with us a special guest. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, my name's Chloe. You guys might know me from Girls Gone Canon, a literary analysis podcast where we're covering A Song of Ice and Fire and His Dark Materials. Mm -hmm. Chloe is a wonderful podcaster and we wanted to bring her on just like we want to bring any super fan of the show on to talk about the kings and queen in this case and very importantly queen who sat on the iron throne yes mm -hmm. yes for six months she sat on the iron throne for half a year i'm sure we'll talk about it <laughs> yeah uh yeah rhaenyra rhaenyra targaryen mm-hmm mm -hmm. um so like one of the things that um i, I mentioned in our two-parter on rhaenyra that's important is that like it's interesting because even in like the like the timelines and like the like a family trees they don't list Rhaenyra as Rhaenyra the first and like so in Fire and Blood she's called Queen Rhaenyra but there's this kind of trend at least in the official lore to not consider Rhaenyra queen but as I argued and I wanted to kind of create the rules so we could count Rhaenyra mm -hmm. is that Rhaenyra did sit atop the Iron Throne and she yes. held court in King's Landing, right. that set her apart from Damon, sadly Stannis, and Renly. Yeah. Uh, she actually was the ruler of Westeros for a brief time. Right. Yeah. Not right. only that, but the the preceding patriarchy chose her as ruler uh, and stuck <laughs> to it even after having male heirs and went specifically against the Grand Council of 101 AC. Right. So. I wanted to talk about that and get you on to talk about this too. Um, so that that's one of the interesting things is that when when I when you look back for the Dance of the Dragons, arguably you can see the see the precursors and like the this issue is going to come up as far back as Aegon the Conqueror. Right. Now hear me out why is because during the reign of Aegon the Conqueror there was no issue of who was going to succeed Aegon because it was Aenys. He was his firstborn son. And Aenys' line seemingly was perfect because he already had many heirs and many children. But Aenys' first child was Rhaena Targaryen. Right. A woman. And Rhaena, in Fire and Blood, we find out, was not very happy that she was not the heir to the Iron Throne. <laughs> and that basically they kind of placated her by making her be the the queen and like the, the wife to the presumptive heir. The queen, uh, uh, not the queen mother, just just the queen. Yeah. yeah. She, queen she, was going to be, she was going to be the, she was the heir apparent oh. to, to be the royal consort. Right. They call this the, the royal wife. You see that mm -hmm. in Egypt. You see that in ancient Egypt. It happened all the time. Mm -hmm. But it's even more conspicuous of like Reyna felt slight, slighted because that Reyna was a dragon rider before Aegon the Uncrowned was. And that mm. was part of the yeah. problem that like Aenys encountered in his, in his reign was like when they said like, okay, I'm getting unpopular, so send out my heir and like he'll make people love me, right? And then yeah. like Reyna logically said, hey, I'm a dragon rider. Shouldn't I come on my dragon with him? And he's like, 
Well, no, because you're the one that's riding the dragon, so he's going to look inferior to you, a woman. Yeah, and I mean, you even look at Jaehaerys' reign, and Jaehaerys used that logic from that same exact crisis of secession to his wife, to Alysanne, and said, you know, that's not what happened with Aegon. He didn't, you know, Visenya wasn't queen, even though they married, it was him. He's the king, and that's what'll happen with them, with our kids. And it's kind of this weird idea across the Targaryens that they just marry their problems away, but the Dance of the Dragons is the one time they decide not to marry their problems away. Right, you get the, you get the worst civil wars until the War of Five Kings. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, the other one I wanted to note that's important to really understand the context for where th this problem was not going to go away with, with Reyna Targaryen. It, it came up again because in the very confusing but of that when Jaehaerys had his heirs, like he he had a very clear heir. It was his son, Aemon, was the elder son. Mm -hmm. Although that was also a problem because at one point he had an elder daughter named Daenerys. Huh, interesting mm -hmm. name. Indeed. And uh, Daenerys was actually the elder, but then poor Daenerys died in her youth. Convenience. So Convenience. Of the by the way, of the yeah. shivers. Yes. Yes. And so then, like, Aemon's going to be the heir, and Aemon has a has only one child, a daughter, Rhaenys, who, according to Fire and Blood, like Alysanne, when she first held her granddaughter, said that the future heir to the Iron Throne, our queen to be. Mm -hmm. So, in Alysanne's mind, it was clear who should be the heir to the Iron Throne. And, and like, said no. Yeah, and like, yeah. it's just weird because, like, from all we know of Rainey's, there's like, why? What was wrong with her? It, it's funny because the few females that were actually spurned from this, like Raina and Rainey's, they're actually mm -hmm. probably some of the most capable rulers, right? Some of the most capable yeah. military commanders. Uh, they of, have great diploma diplomacy, and yeah, nope, right. nope. <laughs> nope, nope. It's, it's, no, we must, we must make sure that a male runs this world. Yep. And so I'd actually like to bring up a uh, somewhat of a tangent, but but something I've always wanted to ask. And I'd actually like, especially a, a woman's point of view on this. <laughs> Throughout history, empires rise and fall. My conclusion is this. Men are generally better at building an empire. Women tend to be better at ruling an empire. What are your thoughts on that? Um... I don't know that it's really fair to even take some sort of just statistic on that because look at the amount of big rulers we have in their own name. You know, you can name them off for females of historical queens and different rulers on a couple of hands, right? Like right. three to four hands. So mm -hmm. you take that and you take how many men screwed everything up across all of history. Uh, I just don't know if it's a fair thing to draw from. I would fair. say that we can't really say that because we haven't given it a fair amount of female rulers to do that with. Now in the Westeros world, some of the few female rulers we have had, which there aren't, there are not many queens no, you could, for people to give a shit about. I mean, let's right, be real. Right, literally you could count that you could count them on one hand. Yeah, absolutely. So you can't really do it. It's not really an easy statistic. And unfortunately I think the chances we're going to have in the future as well in these books are going to be kind of slim too. Yeah. So, well, if season eight is anything to go off of, yeah. At least there's one important one. Oh yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. That's her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We get one good one. Yeah. 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 
I kind of would like her to sit on the Iron Throne if it wasn't that she has bad memories in King's Landing. Yeah. Exactly. Right, if she hadn't had the shit beat out of her in front of the Iron Throne, like, every day for about two years, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That'd be fun. Well, I guess there would be no Iron Throne if we were going off of Season 8, so whatever. True. Uh, No, that too. Also, though, the direwolf chair. Uh, really cool. I don't know if you guys saw the detailed picture, but it was just really cool. It had like carved in direwolves with hearts. I was oh, like, hell yeah, Sansa, serve everyone lemon cakes and direwolves. I love it. Uh, oh, that's great. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, but with Rainies in particular, and I, I do understand like when when like Septon Barth and like Jaharis did get into it, like it's it was in some ways a bit more of just practical of that, well, Rainies is like, has promise, but Balon has been at it for decades now. He's he's ready to rule. Like right. if I just stepped down, like he would be ready for the job. Rainey's right. is kind of was unproven at that point, which is always a gamble. It, it it is a gamble, but then it's like, well, yeah, but you you're not like not you don't seem like you're gonna keel over anytime soon. You can just train her, right? And like also, she's married to one of the most powerful lords in Westeros right now. Who, so who definitely don't have a feud with us right since we yeah. created their you know royalty and they ha- they aren't always waiting in the wings trying to be the actual kings yeah <laughs> have you ever noticed that like in fire and blood especially it was so prevalent that like not only did Aegon give Oris you know his name as his bastard brother give him his title and his name and his lands and like give the Baratheons their home basically letting them take over from the Durandans uh, right. but then you know the Baratheons are always there you have Rajar or Rojar, whatever you want to pronounce it yeah. as, who was waiting in the wings during Jaehaerys one and kind of overstepped himself a little bit, uh, especially in marrying Alyssa, his mother. Um, just really interesting, uh, even going forward, Boros during uh, the dance. Just yeah. lots of overstepping Baratheons. So it makes sense that it's, of course, Robert Baratheon that takes down right. the dynasty finally. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, who, but at who the better... same time, I, I would say that like the Baratheons are just so historically like good allies of the of the Targaryens, it's both fitting and also, like, tragic. I mean, right. they're cousins now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, um, so, but I meant, like, Valerians of that. R- Rainey's like, marries... Uh, Corlys. Corlys. And so, like, the Valerians are, like, so powerful at this point. This was, like, the apex of their power. And so yeah. it kind of was a bit of a bad choice to spite them. them. off. Yeah. Twice because they do it again when it comes to Laner because Laner yeah. is seven years old and they're like, well, we could go with Laner because he has this blood, but we can't because he's seven. Obviously, yeah. like it's that's obvious, like a good choice. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why they would think that's the wrong choice. Like, come on, Corlys, you know this, but it's still like I don't know. I think going past Rainey's was the biggest mistake they could have made. Mm-hmm. Well, especially I mean, it's just when. Like- Dainies I mean, they should have chosen. It should have been Rainey's versus Viserys. Yeah, in which right. case, it's like, well, yeah, he rode Bail. He he rode uh, the the Black Dread, but you know the Black Dread's dead, and you know she's alive and she is does ride a dragon. So I don't know. Yeah, it was a great choice, and especially because the Valerians had been the pretty much disciple house to the Targaryens this whole time. Yeah. So. But then we come to Rhaenyra, and so, as you said, like, though, it's interesting because, like, people made a lot of this supposed precedent, but, like, Viserys, for good or ill, just, like, was like, I don't care about that. Like, Rhaenyra's my heir. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that also shows how complacent he was during his reign. I mean, he definitely was coasting off of Jahiris' accomplishments during 100%. his reign. Like oh, 100%. Yeah. And did nothing otherwise except eventually get fat and, you know, just not... He was very... He reminds me of Robert Baratheon in a lot of ways, not as far as obviously rebellion, but as far as just like the way he sat the throne and did nothing. Uh, and you see a lot of the mashup of the way George writes his female leads kind of in this story. You see a lot mm-hmm. of Danny and Cersei and even Arianne in Rhaenyra. And you also see yeah. that Cersei come out in Alicent Hightower as well. And Alicent oh, Hightower yeah. is really yeah. kind of that turning point that shows like how weak Viserys's reign was. It was ran completely by his hand. Uh, Otto High High Towers are just scheming sacks of shit, man. <laughs> right. Scheming little shit. Damn. I forget yeah. who it was. There's a High Tower that decided to become like king beyond the wall. They were at the wall and they were uh, a man of the Night's Watch. I think they were like, I think they were the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, if I remember. It's something in John 6 in A Storm of Swords. And like they talk about a High Tower. And as soon as I read it, I was like, I knew it. I freaking knew it. A freaking High Tower. Freaking betraying ass. Scheming little Hightower. So they're the Southern Boltons? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Pretty much. Especially yeah. when you think, like, they have all these ties. When you think about history, like, Alice at Hightower, for example, she's such a Catherine de' Medici-esque character, right? Like, yeah. ambitions for her sons and all the ties to the Pope with her family. Which, ironically, okay, and, like, kind of getting into it for Fire and Blood, and... This is where, like, the I love Martin being ambiguous with his sources. Mm. But, like, if you take the most charitable version of Aegon II, which I think is probably on the money, it's like Aegon himself was not ambitious at all. He did not care. He did not want to be king. He was just like, what? It wasn't until she she basically went to him and said, they're going to kill your brothers. They're going to kill your whole family if you don't do it. Like, that's the only thing that motivated him, especially then he realized it was his half-sister. Yeah, because like he was just like he was just like, and I also liken him, by the way. And to be clear, like, and we we've covered this in episodes. I do not like Aegon the Second at all. Like oh, yeah. Aegon the Usurper, very unlikable, unlikable. He, but I liken him very much to Theon Greyjoy. Of just like you never were that good of a dude, but like because your parent is kind of like pressuring you, mm-hmm. you really become an ass. You right. just. You become a monster by the end. Like Aegon the Second, just is like, oh. I oh. mean, he made Aegon the Third just sit there and watch it. It's awful. Not only that, but then he was like, later on, was like, his mother was like, "You're a mother, and you're suggesting this." Yeah, is like, Alicent Hightower you need to cut up, cut up Aegon the Aegon, and like give him to our enemies to make sure they don't move another mile. Right. Like, yeah, she's yeah, the worst. No, She's literally like, garbage. Like, there's nothing redeeming. Like, uh, even, like, when she's taken captive, when Rhaenyra takes King's Landing, like, there's nothing redeeming. I don't even feel bad for her. I'm just like, just <laughs> leave her there. Let her rot. What a bitch. She's straight up like the stepmother from Cinderella. You know what I mean? Like, that's the first thing. Like, I'm like, you're such a horrible person. She's garbage. Ugh. Well, okay. Uh, I think the only thing I can sympathize with her is, like, she is genuinely sad when, like, for what happens to her grandkids. Yeah, oh, well, that's garbage, too, though. That, but, so Damon, Damon Targaryen is the next most garbage person in the entire oh, story. Like, he is ah. just, like, a trash. Like, he's, like, the bad guy in a leather jacket that shows up on the motorcycle to, like, woo your teenage daughter. And, like, <laughs> yes. like 
just got back from conquering the Stepstones babe, like puts his hands right. in his hair all greaser style. I don't know, it's gross. He's gross. Well, wasn't, yeah. it, wasn't it we described him as kind of the, the Alexander the Great of uh, oh, yeah. of Westeros? And I mean, let's face it, I mean, Alexander may have been a boy lover as well, but um, he was described as being uh, handsome, charismatic, and loved the ladies, if anything, yeah. for making sure that yeah. their marriages would keep his empire. Yeah, that's a good that's a good comparison. I've never heard that before. That's a fun one. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. Um, I don't know. Like, Personally, I will say like, except for dumb Darren, the so-called daring. Yeah. Like yes. pretty much all the greens are just Sorry. like I know that the blacks do such horrendous things, but just the greens are so so awful. They're just terrible, and like especially Amond. I hate Amond the most. The most. The I remember that you hate his. What cut. a cocky little jerk. He is, I don't swear that often on this podcast, but I'll say it right now. He is a little shit. <laughs> that kid should have been put in, like, timeout so many times, grounded, I don't know, like, take away the dragon, no keys, you know, I don't. Yeah, it's just like, it's like, it's like he get like, a stupid sister, like, eggs him on to kill his own cousin, and just like, it's like, I'm glad you didn't pick me, I need a man, it's like, what? Oh, God! So much of the tragedy, like uh, Amond, especially so much of that tragedy. I really love so Fire and Blood. George really let so many good, nuanced details out about this story. Right? If you read the story yeah. before Fire and Blood, you only read it as the original princess and the queen version, and he expanded mm-hmm. it and gave us so much more. And it, it's, I think, my biggest like gripe is this unfair comparison that's made in the story that Rhaenyra was Magor with teats. Yeah, and yeah. that's so unfair. That is the most unfair thing on any scale of male rulers and female rulers. Rhaenyra was nowhere near as bad as Maegor. Uh, in fact, like she only went downhill after she finally got King's Landing, which she only had for six months. Like, and that's after seeing. And this is where I think a lot of this Daenerys comparison comes in with Rhaenyra. I think George releasing Fire and Blood Part One before season eight was really telling there's a lot about targaryens in here and he gets to play in the sandbox right he's mixing up all these stories all these ideas he has we just talked about earlier that daenerys idea the one that died of the shivers jaharis's kid Uh, and that's like everyone was like oh man that confirms daenerys dies in the north you know like all these theories came out about it but (laughs) the rainier influence with her oh yeah that's that's a i mean it's an easy one think about it Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, like, here's, oh. the, here's the funny here's the funny thing about fans in my opinion, and I I love the fans of, of Game of Thrones a lot. But I mean, you learn this in history. There really are just a bunch of really weird coincidences, like, oh, and it's tons. and they're just that. Yeah, they're just coincidences. Like it just that happened to happen. It doesn't confirm anything. Even fantasy is like, look, fantasy. It can just be a coincidence. Actually, okay, dumb... Chloe, like, uh, you don't talk about this in your main podcast, so I want to get you on and ask you this. Was there a Sarah Snow? And did Jake Valerian kind of have that same Rhaegar impulsiveness to do something really, really stupid? Well, what's so interesting about that is that was something that he put in the world of Ice and Fire originally, very lightly, and then like he grew it in Fire and Blood. And 
obviously George is a gardener in his writing. He likes to plant things and see what happens. So I think it's more like not only a coincidence, but more like he thought about it and he let it sit there and then it grew. But he was like, eh, I'm not going to do that anyways. And he goes a different route. Mm -hmm. uh, and he does that a lot in the story. So I think there's a lot of things we'll see untied in the end. But Jacarius goes north and Creek and Stark has, mm -hmm. of course, the uh, the bastard sister half-sister Sarah Snow and there's rumors that Jacaris and uh, her you know have a secret yeah. marriage that romantic stuff you know whatever and that goes that Bale the Bard tale goes the whole Targaryen Stark pact the princess that was promised prince that was promised kind of idea and we don't know the truth of it this is what kind of bumps me out there was so much in fire and blood that made me go but this is it we aren't going to get more yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we Probably. might get a few details thrown at us, but this is supposed to be the answer to all of our burning questions about Rhaenyra. Right. And it's still so vague. There's so many things in this that are so vague. So, Jacarius's trip up north is also really interesting because Cregan takes forever to come down south, right? Like, he doesn't show up yeah. until Aegon III is up, and then it's our the wolf, bitch. Like, let's go. <laughs> he clears everyone out. He, like, takes the scum, and he's like, you go to jail, you go to jail, you go to jail. Okay, I'm out. Like, that's his whole thing down south. and But he's late. That's why he shows up late. So he could have actually shown up early with all of his swords and helped prevent a lot of this, right? Yeah. And it's got those parallels to Ned Stark going south uh, during the rebellion. And you even have those kind of parallels with John going south for right. Danny uh, and cleaning up the scum of the Lannisters in the show. So... Curious if that's what that's playing off of a little bit, especially with those highlights. Like, it's not that George is, like, trying to make everything a coincidence, but it's just these scenarios he's playing with. And with Rhaenyra, especially, in those six months she spends ruling in King's Landing, losing her children, like, each one of them dying off, uh, right. you start to see she... she bleeds from the throne you can tell she's not going to be the final ruler of the throne in fact her faction does win in the end it is Aegon the third for a time but does it really win with all this bloodshed yeah. well not only that but every descendant on the of the iron throne from Aegon the third all the way up to even robert baratheon is a descendant of of rhaenyra and daemon yep yikes so, so big yikes he did win in the end Technically, but what kind of a victory was it? Right. Uh, yeah, that's the bigger thing. Something that really gets me mad about the Dance of the Dragons is, like, your job as these rulers with this magical winged lizard at your side that you, like, have nukes that can fly. Like, your job as a ruler, you've signed this feudal contract that these people hand you coin, right? Like, you get paid yeah. to keep them safe and to keep a peaceful, prosperous region. And, yes, I wouldn't want to bow to Alicent Hightower's idea of marrying her and Aegon, but yeah. at the same time, it's like sometimes you have to, you're a ruler. Like, yeah. if you had married him in your own name and kept that going, that could have just made her happy enough in pride, which is something we know the Targaryens have a little bit of. But uh, she's maybe. a high tower. Yeah, right? Exactly. She's a high tower. No, mm -hmm. she is garbage. But <laughs> at this point, it's like you don't have the right to tear apart a country just because right. the realm doesn't want you. Right. But anyway, it's like, and this it's is like, it's like the... bite your lip and just do it. Yeah. It really is. Just bite your lip, bite your pride, hold on Marry to him. Marry him. He sucks. You can kill Marry him off. Right. You mean, can either kill him, you, you got mistresses, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Make it work. Come on. Suck it up, honey. <laughs> well, well, this is interesting, though, at the same time, because that was something that Viserys turned down versus, like, Rhaenyra. Right. 
like Rhaenyra, it's like more like, no, I don't want to learn Lainor. He doesn't like women. But that's where it gets interesting because it all really turns when Lainor dies, Lena dies. Yeah. And then within like that six month period, the funeral happens. And funnily enough, that's when uh, there's that big fight at the dragon pit between the strong boys, the strong yeah. bastards, aka her sons, and uh, Helena and or Helena's brothers. And that fight though happens at a funeral. So first, you disrespectful little kids. You guys yep. need to go read a book first off, or something like go to school. I don't know. Get, get these kids. Someone needs to be babysitting these kids, dude, because they're just out right. there mountain dragons, <laughs> stealing dragons. Babysit your kids, and then. Then at the same time, then like the next couple weeks later, they don't really say it's a couple weeks later, but we know it's a couple weeks later that Rhaenyra and Damon are off banging and yep. uh, what? <laughs> what? Well, okay. Um, there, there's a great it's story in um, in a uh, in Carrie Fisher's uh, great play, uh, Wishful Drinking, Ooh. which is available on HBO, uh, mm-hmm. where she covers like the infamous relationship between uh between like a when when mike todd um who was married to or no 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 um let me get this right eddie fisher was married to to carrie fisher's mother debbie reynolds Mm -hmm. and they were america's sweethearts but then and like they were best friends with elizabeth taylor and then like elizabeth taylor's husband who was also eddie fisher's best friend mike todd died Yep. And so then, like, as she, as uh, Carrie Fisher puts it, my father flew to be by her side and slowly moved to her front. Mm. He consoled her with his arms and slowly with his penis. <laughs> that's literally what it was. But th- that's the thing is, as we learn, even though it was from Mushroom, so Mushroom and Fire and Blood might not always be reliable as a narrator but he yeah. is actually in my opinion i think you should just take everything he says and tone it down by five percent and i think that's what it is yeah i, uh, I agree yeah well i mean i love the, the the way he puts it it was like they thought i was an idiot so they behaved like way more inappropriately and like honestly with me than they should have love mm-hmm. it that's the best way to do it that's what we learned that with dantos in the main story too so yeah uh but so as we learn from him and this was the newest revelation that Damon straight up seduces her as a teenager which you're like oh that makes sense he groomed her he like showed up he would go to like faraway places and buy fancy presents for her and bring them back and she was like oh wow he cares about me because at the time her dad was getting wooed by Allison Hightower and while yes she was the realm's delight daddy didn't care anymore you know he's busy he's got Allison Hightower being mm-hmm. all like Viserys give me part of your seed so I can usurp <laughs> Rhaenyra uh, and he didn't yeah. care. He's like, just stop fighting girls. And then he just like drinks wine, goes to bed. That's him. That's his reign. <laughs> That's what he did every yeah. day, yeah. dude. Although I do want to question, and this is my own interpretation of it, like giving Viserys the tiniest bit of a doubt. Like, I think that's also, I would argue, like he, but he saw something in Rhaenyra that he didn't see, obviously, in Aegon. Like, yeah. and yeah, that was stubborn, but like his son was around long enough to him to like say, like, no. No, Rhaenyra. Well, and that reminds me a little bit of that Robert Baratheon-ness, too, with how he, you know, was really frank with Ned and was like, my son sucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to tell you, but my son sucks. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, that whole side of the family wasn't bad, to be fair. Like, Helena was not bad that we know of. You know, she didn't yeah. deserve the horrors that did happen to her. Uh, and her 
dying, her death, her suicide. Oh, yeah. When she kills herself, whether it was her, whether it was Larry the Clubfoot causing mischief, as oh, Lewis I never thought of it that face. way. That's brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Well, oh gosh, so, I can see that. Yeah. Oh, that's well, scum. So not only that, though, because Jahara's death, I definitely think was Larry's Clubfoot. I like mm. so obviously they bind their families together with Jahari or Jahara, Helena's surviving daughter, marrying Aegon the Third, and then she dies same way her mom died jumps out of the window, impales herself on the spikes, kills herself. So but no, that's, that's during Unwin little... uh, Peak's era. Like, oh, yeah, that is Unwin Peak. Yeah, so, Clubfoot's but, dead by then, but yeah. But that's like the same two, like, so her death could have been by Clubfoot, and Jahara's uh, could have been by Peak. That's a good theory. I like that, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think people think about that often, but I just don't think it's very practical that both of them just jumped off into the same spikes. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. It, it leads to major unrest, though, in both situations, not just yeah. in Helena's, but especially in Helena's. And that's a huge turning point in King's Landing because that is what leads up to the storming of the Dragon Pit, all of the riots, and they have to flee. King's Landing's no longer safe for them. Her son, Joffrey, dies, and that's the one that's named after Laenor's lover because yep. that's the thing. I think they were at least buddies. She lets yeah. Laenor have yeah. the name for Joffrey Lawnmouth for their son, so obviously she's like, it's cool that you're gay, and that I don't yeah. want to bang you, and I'm only begging the strong guy. Like, it's totally cool. <laughs> yeah, I think they had an understanding, and, like, Lanor was totally okay with it. It was like, yeah. yeah We're okay. near a Targaryen, the only person that did the Valerians right, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll hide your secret about your son. Oh, uh, I-, I love Corliss. I think he's, he's awesome. He's badass. He's very like, he, cool. He, I was just like, talking. I... Of all things, like, Fire and Blood made me realize is, like, oh, Corliss is just so, so awesome. Yeah. And he's so, so smart. And I'm, I'm sad he couldn't live long enough to be, like, uh, Aegon Third's hand. Like, he could have, like, maybe helped his poor grandson. Mm-hmm. Not technically grandson, but... Living Cregan the Late. Cregan the Lazy. Get yeah. your butt there faster, Cregan. I don't care how far the north is. <laughs> I, I think well, I, I, we've had a big take lately with Girls Gone Canon, we've been doing the Dance of the Dragons over a bajillion episodes on our Patreon, mm-hmm. and uh, we got to, like, the Cregan stuff, and it's kind of underwhelming when you finally get to the end, and you're like, this is it. This is Cregan Stark's big, badass moment. Good job, Cregan. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I do like Cregan for, for yeah. being, like, kind of, like, smart enough to kind of, like, be have the force that Ned didn't have clearly of just saying like no 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 wait a minute a king's guard like that very clearly either killed his king or let his king die on his watch can't be on the king's guard anymore and yeah. like all you people around are like totally not trustworthy you're pretty much all corrupt yeah. like the only one where it's like no okay come on corliss no corliss is a cool dude yeah, it didn't it didn't live up to the hour of the wolf for me is all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's oh, such yeah. a badass like yeah. this is supposed to be such a cool, like always oh, coming down to be hard and northern and be like, This is what we do up north. And it was just like such a fizzle out. I was like, that's it. That's the end of this huge Dance of the Dragon saga. It's such a soft end. Well, I think that but that but that's because like the end was obviously when Aegon the Second dies. Yeah. Because like that's like when it's like like cause that's what like everyone kind of saw and like that's why they celebrated and like yeah, popping it's bottles like, it's like it's it's like yeah there's problems around but it's like no this is over like yeah. it's over 
Like, we're all exhausted by this. Let's just snow. That is how it is, though. The, the Dance of the Dragons is so exhausting. It just goes on for so long. And finally, <laughs> like, when all the dragons are mostly dead. And a lot of people claim Aegon Third was why dragons died. And I'm like, no. Viserys' rule where he did absolutely nothing, which led to the Dance of the Dragons, is why the dragons died. Yeah. <laughs> That's mm. why the dragons died. Like, he may have said... Rhaenyra is his heir, but he didn't do anything to reiterate it constantly. You know, he didn't do anything like, let's celebrate my heir again, or well, I just I, want I, you guys to know. I kind of disagree with that, just because, like, he, he did do that, though. It's like, he's, like, said, he, like, you swear you're gonna pledge your loyalty to to my, to my Rhaenyra as my heir, like, even after, and this is post Aegon's birth. Like, hmm. so Aegon's around, he's, like, saying, nope, nope, I'm, like, I'm having her around me all the time, like, this is my heir. This is my heir. Shut yeah, up. The very last, like, decade of his rule, he yeah. didn't do crap about it. Like, that was it. Yeah, that that, that being said, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, like, and that's the thing is she started ruling from Dragonstone, and she really didn't return to the throne as often after that, you know, until, like, the very end when she was there pretty constantly until he died because he was getting old in general. Mm-hmm. But, like... She just wasn't there. Like, she should have stayed there. She should have been at every court meeting. And it, she wasn't treated like the rest of the heirs in the realm are. Yeah. Oh, definitely. As, as grooming an heir. She was She was groomed up till then she was just let off on her own. And, I mean, even that little life she had on Dragonstone, dealing with just, like, you know, hanging out with Lena, and that was great and everything, but shouldn't she have just stayed in the throat a lot more? Because they obviously forgot about her at the end. And yeah. then they stabbed everybody. <laughs> yeah. The well, Council. well, I mean, we're going to get into it for, like, the actual ranking part, but, like, this is actually one of the hardest parts for me, uh, like, w- that we encountered for, like, ranking her is because that it's so hard because what she did as queen mm-hmm. is just, like, so... And, like, this is the same thing we had trouble with Aegon Second. Of like the the entire time they're just at at war, so it's like really hard to judge like ruling, yeah, and like decisions like a ruler would make like during mm-hmm. peacetime necessarily. And that's the hard thing with her is a lot of her decisions that she did make before she was crowned even were like more more. There was more to look at there than there was when she was crowned. There wasn't a lot, you know. You have from when she was crowned and then boom, eaten by a dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It all happened pretty fast after that. But also, getting into it a little bit, you're talking about tragedy. Mm -hmm. I feel nothing but, like, everything, like, I think that's why Mushroom is is vital, because he gives all the context that, like, the quite frankly misogynistic, Mm -hmm. like, uh, other historians that are writing about Rhaenyra, like, aren't willing to give her that. I'm just like, no, you jerks. She <laughs> she basically, by the end of it, has... Because they don't know that Viserys, future Viserys II is alive, she's Ooh. lost all of her kids except for Aegon by the end of this war. Yeah. Basically at her order, too. Mm-hmm. And so it's just uh. like... And like she just went through like a horrible stillbirth. Yeah. yeah, like maybe she wouldn't be in the best state of mind. But like it Cersei is hard Lannister. when you frame it exactly. She's very much like Cersei in this moment, and it's like what we saw with Daenerys losing her dragons. Even 
uh, you know, losing her children. It's the same thing. You know, they're pushed to the edge. Uh, it's what you see when you watch Stannis have to, you know, burn his daughter, quote unquote, yeah. have to. Uh, mm. Probably didn't have to, but it probably could have lost either way on his own. If he really right. wanted to, <laughs> he could have not killed his daughter. In the uh, show? But, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. In the books, it'll be better, I yeah. say. We keep saying to ourselves. At we the same time, saying. I'm like, what if it's completely not better? What if it's the same shit? I can't wait. <laughs> I just want to like see it. You know, I don't know. Just give me the book. Just give me yeah. the book, guys. Just hand it to me. I want the book right now. Uh, he's I'm not our bitch. Him. We are his. Yeah, I am. Yep, I am and he's going to lord that over us forever. Good for him. You know what? He deserves it. We don't even deserve the book, so... <laughs> None of us do at this point. I'm like, do to we? To be fair, though, everything on the show did get his stamp of approval, so. And to be fair, he told them the outline a long time ago and said all the main characters were getting to their same place, so. Yeah. You know, I can understand being upset with the season when everything you thought was going to happen was wrong, but I don't have that same issue, so. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, well, honestly, it's like, well, the show prided itself and, like, this series, like, never goes the way you expect it. Like, uh, just from, like, well, well, Robert was a good warrior, and, like, he fought a just war, so he's uh, going to be a good king, right? And, like, oh, well, okay, Robert's kind of off his rocker, but, like, Ned's going to totally fix it, right? I was like... <laughs> nope, Dad dies. It's <laughs> like, what? Well, okay, it's, it's Rob. Rob's going to be the hero, right? Rob's going to, like, redeem... Oh, no. No, no, it's going to be the people you didn't expect it, and that's what's kind of neat in the end. Uh, right. I think that's what's great. A lot of people thought I was very silly for all of my uh, good Queen Sansa uh, picketing throughout the years. Since 2013, <laughs> thank you. I'd just like to say that I've been picketing good Queen Sansa, and uh, then George wrote Fire and Blood and put all these stories about the good Queen Alysanne in them and yep. all these things about her, and I was like, that's interesting. She's described just like Sansa, doing things Sansa might do. Yeah. And then, like, Sansa became a queen. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Interesting. Main well, my personal, personal main favorite night. is the, the death of our main, death of our big bitch. Is that it's like, no, maybe it really is going to be that unspectacular. It's yep. just, she's dead. Good riddance. Yeah, she I think there's, there's so much that's going to be different when the books come out only because of Aegon the Sixth. Right. Aegon, oh, yeah. I mean, and like what we're talking about, the Dance of the Dragons, uh, Aegon versus Daenerys is very much so set up like this. I mean, yeah. uh, Rhaenyra, e even during her stillbirth, like, you know, it ends with out, monster, out, her screaming and pushing out her stillborn child that, you know, comes out like a monster, scaly and dead. And we've already mm. seen a character have, yeah, we've already seen a character go through that in the story. Yeah. Uh, she, not exactly the same manner, but she had a stillborn monstrous dead scaly baby and same person has had her birthright taken away from her what do you think's gonna happen and that's the other thing like wars have been waged for less by other men that had their mm -hmm. birthright yeah. taken away from them you know like stannis uh rhaenyra's crowning is so much what i imagine stannis's crowning had to have been like on dragonstone right sure. like absolutely a little bit but at the same time i i, I will say like there were like everyone that was like living on Dragonstone, like was actually, and like there were there were people like who, when they heard this announcement of Aegon the Second as king, were like, "What? No, Rhaenyra's like are the queen." But that's the thing is, it wasn't that many, uh, and you see that split with Stannis and Renly because Stannis and Renly is very much 
this Rhaenyra versus Aegon kind of thing, right? Like you get it, like the parallels. Yes, uh, Stannis friendly, and Rhaenyra with you know have letting Damon take control and saying, okay, Damon, go ahead, do what you need to do, and sending blood and cheese is kind of the same thing as Stannis going, okay, Mel, good luck, do what you need to do, girl. And then, like, he turns his back, closes his eyes, covers his ears, and she sends yeah. off the shadow baby. Um, different effects, but, I mean, it goes from them and it transforms to, you know, you have the Rhaenyra versus Aegon, Stannis versus Renly, which, ironically, Stannis thinks of Rhaenyra as treasonous, which is, like, dude, if someone disrespected yeah. Shireen, like, you named Shireen your heir, that's exactly what Viserys did. Like, yeah. what are you saying? Uh, but then it transforms into Danny versus Aegon. Yeah. Well, I mean... When I first heard it proposed by Not a Cast, and like I thought, that's where I think I get why I, like we love Lena Headey, so we're we're gonna keep Lena Headey and just exit out Aegon the Sixth. Yeah. But just like I can understand like why Daenerys would be so pissed off that it would just be like, I've just won this war for you, and like I'm the real Targaryen, and like you have this kid on the throne who's like saying he's my my. Yeah. Like, no, he's a fake. It's like, well, you say he's fake, uh, we say he's real, so... Well, you know, but what's more heartbreaking than that and what I think is more likely, a lot of people want to argue about the order of events, but I think that she's going to end up having to meet and deal with the whole Aegon thing first, and he's right. going to die. She's going to end up being the end for him. She's going to end him probably by yeah. blowing up all the wildfire caches underneath uh -huh. King's Landing because it's only been foreshadowed and uh, the Dornish are going to be at Aegon's side. It's going to be like this victorious thing, right? The Dornish finally win. This never yeah. happens for them. They finally well, win. Yeah, and, They're and on the I, throne. Right, and let's let's compare how they treated uh, poor Duran in, uh, in the show. Uh, you know, I, I used to poop all over that plot, and I do think they obviously should have just kept it out, but I think it reaches the same effect, and I would even be so brave, Evan. This is a big spicy take. Another one. Get ready. Buckle up. I'm listening. I would be so brave to think that a sand snake will probably kill Doran. I think it'll be Obara. I think something will happen, and Obara will kill him, and, and mm. you can sigh as much as you want, but I think that uh, someone's going to go rogue and obar is the one that's in proximity and has the yeah. rough attitude and i just I, I don't think it'll be that different in the end uh, I obar, think obar is, is, her is her father's daughter yeah I, I will say though that like i can see that happening it's just like that would be fitting because because as everyone knows like from the books this is like poor duran like played the part too well and too mm -hmm. long yeah we're yes. just like it's like people believe that you are this like simpering toady for the lannisters it's like, right. well, no, like, something that is forgotten about is Oberyn had the whole Queenmaker plot first. Yeah, he went to right. King's Landing and he tells Tyrion in King's Landing in the books, like, you know, we can make Marcella queen, dot, dot, dot. And then Arya and Tyrion's is totally like, ooh, okay, I'm going to join you. Yeah, yep, exactly. I'm in. Exactly. And so everyone in Dorne already knows about this because Oberyn had to have gone to Doran with it. And Doran said, we can't do that right now, dude. Like, you yeah. know better. We have to wait. We have to wait. We have to wait. And Oberyn well, gets That's interesting, because like, when you put it like that, that means like he didn't even tell Oberyn his real plan. Right. Yeah. We don't even know. It's just like, wow. Well, like, it says it that. that close. Yeah. Or, or it says that he wanted to continue it, maybe, and he just kept it quiet. Yeah. Because here's the deal is, what are they going to do with Marcella now? They have to yeah. get through Cersei and stay pretty hidden while working in the shadows. You have Tyene with the Faith, so she'll end up 
likely hanging around with the faith and we'll see her through Ariane. We'll see her probably through Cersei here and there, but we won't, what'll be cool is seeing her in Cersei's plot and seeing her as like the, the sweet looking Septa in white robes with honey blonde hair and blue eyes, you know, like I love that. Yeah. We'll probably see her, but like not, we won't know at the moment. Well, uh, this is becoming a wins speculation, but I'll, I'll say it right now though. I can see like, like a couple Cersei chapters of of Tommen saying, "I've met this really nice Septa who's just very sweet to me." I kind of and feel like, like Tyene has to be the death of him, like poison like, wise. Hundred percent, yes. Like, and I'm not that over, I that's, that's sadly fitting of like two of yeah. Cersei's kids poisoned. But guess what? Then you have a third kid, and what's going to happen with her? I think she's going to have to get crowned first because she still hasn't been crowned. I would like. I think she'll, so what I think is going to happen is the Dornish are going to use her claim to like get through to Cersei. Like Nymeria is going to be on the small council. She's going to convince Cersei, hey, you know, Marcella, she's the heir. You know, yeah. she has the birthright. Think about Rhaenyra. Think about how Dornish secession works. She has the birthright and they're going to trick her into it. Then it's going to be Sack of King's Landing part two. They're going to bring Tristane to the capital, quote unquote, open the gates. The Targaryen banner and Martell banner will fly. Sack of King's Landing. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And that so, great. but that's that's where you leave it. When they're at the highest, the Dornish are finally at their highest. Aegon gets coronated. He sits the throne, a Targaryen, true Targaryen, with silver gold, Valyrian hair, and violet eyes, takes the throne. There's parades in the street. But Daenerys has fought her way back to Westeros, leaving a trail of blood behind her. And she fights her way back for her birthright. And some boy king just sits there. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Well, that's what my point was like. It's like, no, I've got that all betrayal. This no. I was like, well, hey, like he's got the better claim than you. Like he's Rhaegar's son. But then what happens when Jon Snow gets revealed as one eventually, like you were saying, and that's the betrayal. She goes north. She doesn't find out about it. She finds out about it, you know, like you said, probably afterwards. So she's already dealt with the paranoia of this one king that she's already killed. He dies. She never knows, you know, what he actually was, if he was or wasn't her kid. And now she doesn't know what to do about this next one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Rhaenyra doesn't have quite that issue, right? Like, she knows Aegon's birth. She knows who he is. Like, she almost yeah. could have married him, as we discussed. And a bit too late for that. But when he takes yeah. King's Landing and sits in her chair and she loses everything and Helena kills herself and those riots end up taking her out of her chair that she took back finally, like, that's the point of no return. That was it for Rhaenyra. After that, she lost her crap, you know? Like, she was not going to be a fit ruler after that. I do say, though, the Manderleys point out, and, like, it's very much, like, if she had just gone to White Harbor yeah. instead of Dragonstone, she would have won the war. Yep. It's literally, like, that, like, I pointed out on the, like, Evan, when we talked about that for Aegon Third. Mm-hmm. I think it was Aegon Second, but it was, like, either way, it was just, like, it was, like that is just so chilling it's like literally if you just went one other place yeah well and live i think and she said her, her sons went to the wrong places in my big opinions in general uh, as we know because you know you get the battle with aemond at storm's end which is like the most star wars battle ever might I just put <laughs> yeah. it doesn't it feel like star wars it feels like um when obi-wan shows up to fight what's his face anakin no no no, no um Paul? jack 
Django? Yeah, yep, yep, Django. When he goes to fight Django, that's oh, what I yeah. imagine the battle yes. of storms end like that. That is exactly when I read that battle, I see that in my head, like them meeting there and about to like mount their dragons and fight over that. That's awesome. <laughs> Just so you could be in the same headcanon as me from now on. Like that's okay. all I think about during when I read that battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 they go to the wrong places though. We learn like Shakari's got a little sideswept up into some business in the north he probably mm-hmm. could have been somewhere else doing something more productive rather than secretly marrying and banging out sarah snow like that uh, yes. probably wasn't the right one because love is the death of a uh, duty mm-hmm. right yep 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 and then joffrey poor 100 the, the best Luke. version of, of 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 a love marriage is aegon and uh what's her name ali blackwood Mm. Uh, Allie Rivers? Or um, Alice Rivers, sorry? No, 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 no. Uh, no, there's like a... Further fr- 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 on, like, Egg, Egg, Egg's marriage is like the, the oh, most Betha. positive... Betha, Betha, Betha. Yeah, Betha. that was a great Betha. one, except for the... Their but, kids but like, that, that ended up causing troubles because they were able to always point that out. Yeah, like, well, also, I would say something that very much so contributed to how great he was was that he was part Dane, Egg. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when you are part Dane, I mean, it's it's hard to be bad. You're just the best. Danes are great. <laughs> Dane supremacists. Sorry. Yeah. <sighs> the best. The best non-Valyrian thing in the whole entire kingdom. So. Same feature. No dragons. So let's. Um, we've covered a, a lot, but uh, actually, okay. I'm I'm curious right now. Well, we'll get into the ranking part and my, my notes. Yeah. Um, so the categories that we go into are the queen, mm-hmm. which we judge how she ruled as a ruler, mm-hmm. and we and we focus on the positives in in the queen. Then we go into the warrior, where we judge your decisions as a as a warrior. And warrior does include a general as well. Yes, very much so. And then madness and misrule, Ugh. where we judge like uh, your poor decisions that were either brought upon by madness or you just made bad choices. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you do both, as uh, yeah. as uh, the, the Game of Thrones show says. Like we've had vicious kings, we've had stupid kings, but we've never had a vicious idiot. Yeah. But yes, they did. The vicious idiot yeah. was was called Ares the <laughs> Second. Yep. And the most vicious king was uh, was called good old Magor. Yep. Yeah. And so, uh, and then the final category, the, uh, then we have portrait, where we judge how she looks, whether or not she looks like a queen. And then finally, dragon or dud. Are you someone that's worth remembering, or are you ultimately a footnote in history? So let's get into it. And Chloe, and let's just hear what you think about all these categories. So here are my notes on the category of the queen. So she only ruled for six months, and that means automatically only 0. 0.5. Yeah, I'm not going to argue. Yeah, for, <laughs> for, 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 for time as king, that means she, she, she's only eligible. Because we, we, we argue that every year that you are a king is a year where you were doing something right, at least. Right. Mm-hmm. Clearly you were... You you may be running the place into the ground, but if you rule for 10, 15 years, it's like, okay. Yeah, like we've had worse. We've obviously had worse. 
Oh yes. Oh god, have we had worse? <laughs> or you, or you got the right people of in Ares the Second's case of just like when, when Tywin was steering the ship, and yes, Tywin was Tywin was not a good guy, but mm-hmm. he kept the the trains running. Right. Mm-hmm. So, also for fun, uh, just to point out, um, in in case you're curious, uh, Chloe, um, we found out. Uh, just through research, that um, the Dance of the Dragons in general is inspired by this really interesting period of British history I want to learn more about. And, like, there's no Shakespeare play about it, which is a shame. Uh, it's called The Anarchy, yeah. uh, where Henry I's male heir died in a boating accident. <laughs> so he chose his daughter Matilda to be his heir. And uh, Matilda was, like, just completely ready to be, be queen. She was already um, the empress of the Holy Roman Empire at the time. And then she just... But then, like, she was away from from England, and then this little idiotic cousin of hers named Stephen decided to declare himself king. Mm-hmm. And so she would go to war for, unlike the Dance of the Dragons, 25 years over this. Yeah, they both ended up alienating, like, completely everybody uh, like both sides, like that was the biggest thing about them. They both sucked. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Matilda, yeah, like, there's a lot of things that she did apparently where it's just like if a man did this, no one would complain. Sounds familiar. And uh, uh, but Matilda got the last laugh, just like Rhaenyra, in that her son ended up king. Yep. So, for the category of the queen. My notes are, she was able to rally men to her cause, many to her cause, and she was willing to let bastards ride dragons, and was willing to legitimize the bastards. And was also willing to kill them. Hey, Hey, progressivism knows no bounds, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, that's a great positive spin. I'm sure our Queen Rhaenyra would really respect that spin that you just put on that. So good call. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Queen. (laughs) At least if she would, at least at least if she decided to kill me for that remark, at least it would be well. At least you die quickly. (laughs) Yeah, uh, which again it brings it to that like, how do you really judge it when you think about it? Because yes, she did those things when she was chill, she wasn't cray cray. But then like she lost her crap. So, uh, but yes, I agree. Those are great positives as a ruler. Um, I would say she didn't really do well obviously on the execution of continuous management yeah so maybe upper management isn't for her in corporate but i also think that killing those dragon seeds or wanting them killed because she thought they were betrayers were a little much especially when like she had bastards so it's like rhaenyra how are you gonna sit there and be like these are bastards born out of horribleness and they're gonna f things up and ruin my life and then it's like but your kids were bastards and they're dead so I think her biggest issue with ruling was she didn't do a very good job as queen in appointing the right people. Uh, you have yep. Damon, mm-hmm. for example, someone who oh, we yeah. know as a little sketchy in character, and yeah. uh, she let him have free reign to get some justice done, and the justice served was a lot more vengeance when it came to her other family. And then you have someone like Bartimos Celtigar as coin, and she showed up, and Aegon had, you know, his mom had emptied the crown's coin emptied the granaries and the coin so they had nothing when she took king's landing so she Which taxed I think the whole is very critical to understand like why she ultimately fell from power mm-hmm. um so here i have some more, more notes before uh, you can weigh in uh she was grateful to her allies 
at first <laughs> by having her sigil quartered to include the sigils of House Aaron and House Valerian with the Red Dragon of House Targaryen. Yeah, she remembered her roots. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She had, she had the strongest claim to the Iron Throne as she was named Viserys' heir. Though uh, the immediate follow-up to say to that is, but many people argue that Viserys was wrong to name her heir. Yeah. Yeah, but he still did it. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's what the king Legally. said, and you guys were cool with him being king, so you're going to have right. to be cool with what he said. Right. Legally, yeah. you can't. Legally, she can't fight it, but, I mean. Yeah. During her brief reign as queen, she ordered that the son would still always inherit over the firstborn if it, if it was a woman. She justified her being an exception as King Viserys I had chosen Rhaenyra as heir. And while lots of people look at that as hypocrisy, I argued that, no, she just recognizes that she's an exception. And, she, right. and like if you change all the rules with your asc ascension to the Iron Throne... You could create many more enemies yeah. by doing yeah, that. Yeah, she can't further alienate the right. people and like what they're used to. It's right. already was, a big enough change. She's taking the throne. Right, and I think she was smart enough to realize that. Look, if I don't set a law in precedent for something, mm -hmm. then then you have then you have anarchy. Yeah, yeah. Well, then you get to the Renly situation of like, well, okay, if rightful. Ruler is already BS because basically Robert has already kind of spat on it. And like, I'll be king. No, like, I don't care if the Stannis is like the better claim. Like, screw it. No, I'm the king. Yeah. Uh, it, like, it's breaking that tradition too far. I mean, there's only a yeah. certain amount you can break it and still have them respect you. Right. Exactly. Then She's already woman. a woman. I mean, right. that's bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think, Chloe? Yeah. Um, on a 10 I mean, point scale uh, a 10 point scale 10 points these are like not nuanced points that's the problem you know what I mean very systemic mm -hmm. I'm going to give her I'm going to go a 5 okay Okay. that's kind of a coward okay. answer but I, I mean she wasn't the worst she no. wasn't Magor with Keats, uh, but she also didn't have a chance to flourish and to thrive and also she made bad choices in her, even in her military strategy and what she did with her commanders was sending her sons to different places, uh, she didn't make the best choices. I think Tactics sending the sons was a great idea on paper. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Like, because and it was she just was like... convinced by them. Don't forget, like, she didn't suggest it. Uh, Luke did. Luke said, Mom, like, what if we all split up and took them ourselves on dragons? That would be, A, a little bit of a threat, but not really offensive, just more of a, hi, we're here with our friendly dragons who wouldn't do anything yeah. mean. Please right. support our cause. Uh, but she let them, and that was her mistake there. I thought it was I thought it was Jake that suggested oh, Jake. that. No, it was Jake. It might have been. <laughs> they're all dead. Jake, now, was the, so. Jake was the yeah. They're all dead. Jake <laughs> was the smart one, and like I think that's the biggest tragedy of the dance is like Jake clearly was okay. All right, it, it's between like Jake and Viserys the second are yeah. are obviously like the most like these guys should be rulers mm -hmm. from from what yeah. you can tell about them. Although well, you wouldn't tell that about Viserys because he was a like four. Yeah, he was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but like Jake has all these like telltale signs. Like maybe it's a bit on the Robert side, but like it's like you look like you got it in you. You really could could handle this whole king thing. Mm -hmm. But then but then there's that whole Sarah so Snow business. So maybe not. Maybe, but at the same time, like it, 
wasn't he was the one that sent the brothers off right he was the one that sent them off so that they wouldn't get captured yeah. all this um but it, what's interesting about jake is that he was killed by mirish crossbow corals which is the yeah. same thing we just experienced under jaharis with was it Eamon or Balin? Which one died from the crossbows? Eamon, right? Yeah, Eamon. Yeah, or Eamon, yeah. yeah. So Eamon died struck by Mirish crossbow. So I like that generationally it just went on one more time. You know, I'm honestly a little bit surprised, like, that, like, I know it's annoying that, like, one of the dragons dies so randomly, but they're like, look to the books, like, this. And, like, even yeah. before with, like, uh, with, um, uh, Rainies, was yeah. it? Uh, um, yeah, uh, like, that warm. was so like, sad. Yeah. That was the saddest scene in the world. Why would you bring that up? What's wrong with you? <laughs> she should have been the queen. She should have been the queen. It's fine. She yeah. should have. I'm not wrong. If they yeah. would have just given it, you know what? That's my overall take on this whole entire Rhaenyra business. If they would have just given the crown to Rhaenys, then none of this would have happened. So yeah. they messed <laughs> up. Yeah. So. Next category. I'm sorry. I don't want to make you cry on another podcast. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's my one talent. <laughs> well, no, that and also being Jon Snow. Yeah, no, my Jon Snow is pretty impressive. Thank you. Thank you. I, I've come into it really well in the last uh, few months. I love it. <laughs> so the category of the warrior. She was brave, yet she did herself did did not fight in any of the dragon battles, save for the conquest of King's Landing. She did find good generals and warriors to fight her battles, though. Yeah, Fair enough. she had a strong army, but it, I would say in war, her tactics weren't the best, and she did have to let her pawns fight for her, and she kept her queen, you know, where it was. But that also came with her having to hold down king's landing because she did she had to spread it out yeah she had some dragons left but she had to spread it out so i think that came with her you know holding up in the war i don't think that she prospered necessarily throughout the war uh like i've already said i don't really think her battle tactics were the best she could have planned better she should have thought better and also not given rule to all the people she did like for example damon should not have had as much power as she gave him but he was king consort so Mm-hmm. He could do whatever he could fart and do whatever he wanted, you know. Like he could just <laughs> fart, let the dragon attack slowly, and she'd be like, "Good job, Damon." Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that also goes into like why she was like, I think like if she didn't find out that Nettles was, to use the Yiddish term, stooping. Yeah. Uh, Damon, like she would have like, been like much more okay with like the Valerian kids of like, oh yeah, no, no, no. It, Adam and Alan are fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, and like, uh, Nettles, yeah, she's fine, right? And then I was like, oh, um, yeah, about that. It's like, like, she couldn't think rationally about her, about her husband. And, you know, that does make sense. A lot of times you try to ignore your significant other's faults. Right, right. Uh, and it also comes with him, like I said, he, he totally groomed her. Yeah. Like she was obviously in a low place. She obviously was like, wow, my dad only cares about my stepmom now. My stepmom is the evil witch. So this sucks. Like, I mean, she he paid attention to her when she felt alone and she was a teenager. And as we know, teenage girls, uh, mm. I was one once and it was not a fun time. <laughs> I wouldn't oh, go no. back. 
And uh, you can only imagine what it does to your self-esteem and to your whole life. And uh, she has a dragon and she's going to be a queen someday. So it's a little different. Like my teenage problems were a lot different from Rhaenyra's teenage problems. So your yeah. uncle seducing you and adding a whole <laughs> layer on top of it. Like just imagine it's, it's pretty, this yeah. is a lifetime movie. This yeah. is. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Well, Hey, this is all why I want the next show. I mean, I asked Steven this, and I'll ask you now. Like, uh, I, I don't mind. Like, The Long Night's an interesting choice, I feel. Like, I think, like, The Dance of the Dragons is, like, what they should do for the next show. The Long Night is safe. That's what yeah. it is. The Long Night is, like, why do you think they kept the episode, The Long Night, so short? Yeah. Mm. They weren't going to give us any jaw-shattering, earth-world-shattering, like, revelations, because that's to come on the next show. Uh right. Okay. I, I mean, they're not going to explain why the White Walkers happened and what what happens when they come back and about anything about that. You know what I mean? Like, there's just none of, none of the lore was going to be explained as soon as I mean, they announced they did, that show was happening. They, they, but they have, like, in season six, like they said, like, and it totally, like, I like that twist where it's just like, it's just, you make one, like, you're desperate and you make a really mis- rash really decision jumbled. that really bites you back of just like, yeah. Oh crap! All these humans are invading and cu- killing us. Let's just do this desperate white walker. Yeah, I don't thing. know if I'd say it was like rash. I mean, it was you know they teamed up to make it happen, and it, it's some. But that's the thing is like we don't understand past that. All yeah. you know is that they showed us a scene of the children of the forest inserting obsidian into a first man's chest and turning him into a white walker or an other or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like it still didn't give away the actual logic behind it and george is actually helping with some of the producing and writing on this so it to me it is a cash cow that's all it is and it's also safe because it means they don't have to have dragons yet because dragons are their biggest money suck and they can't afford them on a spinoff series so they're playing it safe they didn't give you all the lore in the world and all the answers you wanted because they want to keep fans egged on i mean it's literally simple how marketing and writing works i get it and Mm -hmm. it's fine i'm it is what it is we all bought into the pretty flashiness at some point i mean it's all we get i'm into the dragons and booby variant of show now it's fine i'm into it whatever there's other shows uh and it'll be a fine show i think the jane goldman especially has done some great work so i'm really excited to have her stepping in yeah it makes me feel good because we haven't had a female writer since season four i don't know if you knew that yeah i didn't know that but wow makes sense right yeah it does yeah (laughs) not surprised especially that girl power like season that uh, that that does put things into perspective. That's like, oh, that's men saying girl power. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm glad someone understands that differentiation because it's a little yikes. Uh, but that that's what I'm excited about for that show. And I think going forward, it would be badass to see Dance of the Dragons. Like that's the yes. first thing I thought of. What a drama! There's so much you could do. There's so many. So you could much. do a mini series. You could do like a one season mini series. And then another thing I think would be great. It's just go. F- for it freaking disney plus it you know like do an animated series anthologies about different stories one-off stories you know like it doesn't Absolutely. have to be yeah um, it could be like uh this, this is the one time this happened to house blank like and show a tiny story and you could just follow different houses it doesn't have to be an arcing story it would just be cool a history anthology of just they already do well, it with the history and lore add animation animation and just make it a tv show that's all you yeah. gotta do well, I, I say I'm I, I'm I honestly think that 
Dance of the Dragons should be just an animated series, like with like they've already done it. HBO has done Spawn, so they've done yeah. adult animation, and like we're rife, we're ready for an adult-oriented animated series. Like, that's my time. biggest problem. Yeah, with HBO and Game of Thrones and the marketing, that's probably my biggest problem. Is it's like it's so easy to appeal to us. It's right there, and this is what you're choosing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what bums me out. Like I'm like I am so easy. I will empty my pocketbook if you do it right. Yeah. So just do it. Like you want money, come get it, HBO. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, and you can do live action. There's an easier live action one you can do. It's called Dunkin' Egg. Just make yeah. a couple of Dunkin' Egg movies. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, okay, back to the ranking part though. Yeah, yes, uh, yes. Um so other note about the warrior, and this is just fun, but she was eaten by a dragon. She's the only ruler of Westeros to meet such a fate. Oy. Yeah. Ugh, it was a horrible fate, too. Yeah. Getting, getting, like, I mean, <laughs> the honest trailer put it perfectly of, like, how Game of Thrones will just shock you. But how about this for, like, just books? Like, one, ha forcing a mother to choose which of her kids to kill and then killing the one you that she chose. Ugh. And then, no, and then sparing the one she chose. Yeah, and then, and then having forcing a, a kid to watch his mother get eaten by a dragon. It's gruesome. Yeah. It's not a light tone for sure. It could be a great drama. Oh, absolutely. And it's one thing I would love to see, honestly, on TV is like just like a bunch of Targaryens interacting. You know, we only get the yeah. few and obviously I'd like there to be other characters and diversity in the cast, but it would just be crazy to see a bunch of different Targaryens in one room together. Like that's yeah. weird. That's crazy. Be worse than the massive egos. Oh yeah. With all the Lannisters. Yeah, like the dresses and the, the way each of them like is different and the way they're similar. And I don't know, it's just an interesting thing to see how they dress, how they hold themselves, how they interact, what their can family I, can I just like. Point out, can I just point out from a production point of view, they're trying to find actors and actresses who all look like siblings. Uh -huh. <laughs> it could be very, very amusing. They yeah. could try shopping at a bakery. <laughs> you know, looking for all the inbred. Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks, I'll be here all night. Well, but remember, but remember the Targaryens are pretty. Try to find too many inbred children. Very soft. You know, the girl they originally cast as Daenerys, Tamsin Merchant. Yeah. Uh, she's in a she's in, I think, like, is it the White Queen? I don't know. maybe it's the White Queen. It might yeah. be another yeah, Probably. yeah. Medieval. One of the shows. One of the medieval little shows on one of the networks. Uh, but she yeah. like actually has that really soft kind of blonde, pale, frail features that I was like, oh, she actually has like the Targaryen look. I don't mean that offensively. Sorry, Tamsin no. Merchant. I hope you're not listening to Ranking of Thrones, but right. <laughs> if you are, <laughs> I think you're <laughs> very you. pretty, just in a soft, weird faced look. You, you, you would be a great Targaryen. You're doing great, Tamsin. Good luck. Yeah. Well, even, even Rebecca Ferguson, when she did play the White Queen, yeah, yeah. Looked, like Targaryen-like. And, and again, that's not what she looked you're going to have to go, again, this is just me, you're going to have to go with your more northern actresses. You're going to have to go for yeah. your Swedes, your Danish, your... Yeah, your you're very pale and lean and yeah. very soft features. Yeah. You, you had a very, very specific look, which, I mean, I hate to say it, you're not going to find very many of them in California. No, you're not. You're really not. That petite, frail frame, too. It's uh, it's interesting. I would be interested to see how they cast for some of these shows. Well, but then again, all... like. Amelia Clark just wore a wig, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Amelia, but Amelia's got the advantage of already being fairly pale and not very big. Yeah, okay, not fair enough. I, 
Yeah. But to be fair, like Amelia Clark's features don't scream Targaryen to me. None yeah. of the Targaryens they cast did, obviously. Like the serious Amelia and uh, the guy that played Rhaegar, I don't remember his name, but they all look similar, but they don't look like Targaryens to me. They don't. Right. Uh, I could see that, yeah. Yeah. Which is where, like, Rhaenyra doesn't look like how people always draw her or picture her either, because after she had her first couple kids, like, she's just, like, a little heavier and, like, thicker mm-hmm. and uh, looks starts looking more haggard towards the end of the dance, which is... <laughs> hello, hello, Cersei Lannister. Yeah, exactly. Like, heavier and her clothes don't fit and... Uh, and it's a lot of artists and fan artists and stuff. They always, you know, they they'll draw her as like this, her as the realm's delight. But uh, I think this was the first case of the writing of a Targaryen where I saw, oh, they all have different shapes and sizes, and I yeah. want to see that. You know, I'd love to see Damon. Okay, so Damon obviously looks like Lucius Malfoy in my brain, right? Like oh, was, Jason yes. Isaacs. Like just put it, like I said, put him on a motorcycle in a leather jacket, and there's your Damon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'd love that. Right, I'd love know. to see. I love Jason Isaacs just in general. But yeah, that oh, would be yeah, great. Yeah. Well, okay, all right. Um, I've I've seen a couple suggestions. This is the one that like I don't see it personally. That like a lot of people have cast have fan cast Allison Pill to be to be Rhaenyra. Oh, I I know what you're talking about. I've seen the like the I've seen some of the photos of her like because she was in something in a medieval dress. Oh. Uh, but you know what I think is actually a little more of an accurate casting, as lame as this is. I like that one show. It's a CW show. It's a CW historical show, so that's how you know it's bad. Uh, okay. <laughs> but Excellent. it's fun. It's good for the soul, right? Okay. It. But it's Rain. Uh, oh, I'm watching that right now. I love <laughs> Rain. Oh, it's so bad. Good for you. It's so good. Oh, my God. Well, Adelaide, like- say what you will. Adelaide, Adelaide Kane, the main actress, is so gorgeous that I can kind of... Oh, I love her. That's my Liana in my head. That's who I see as Liana. Yes. With her, yeah, I can see, her see Liana. Yeah. Australian um, actress. Well, but here you go. Here's your... Here you go. Brace yourself. Catherine yes. de' Medici in Rain. That's who I picture as Rhaenyra. Yes. Yes. That's my Rhaenyra. I'm going to look her up right now. Um, I can believe it. I can believe it. Yes. Yeah, it's... Uh, She's played by Megan Follows, so just search mm. Megan Follows Rain. But that's who I see as Rhaenyra. I see yes. uh, maybe it's because like I've watched that show and seen her scheming and crap too, and how she gets ferocious looking. Oh um, yes, 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 I see it. Yes, that's who I see. And obviously, like I picture her with silver gold hair in my mind, but I see her as Rhaenyra, and just like especially the actress and the way she acts, the role is always like when she's slighted and stuff. I don't know the craziness takes in. She's really ambitious and out for her family. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. What we're saying is like we'd love this to be a show. I'd love, love, love this to be a show. Yeah, I would love for Dance of the Dragons to be a show for sure. So, what do you think for the warrior? I think for warrior, I'd give her a six or a seven because she had good commanders, not necessarily good people, but they did okay in command. And she did make some tactical mistakes, but I mean, she was at the end, she was winning until the trickery of Dragonstone happened and the fall of King's Landing, which mostly was her fault. So, mostly, not always though, especially if Larry's killed Helena. I mean, that's yeah. that's the big. It's not her fault. So, six and a half? Yeah, let's go six and a half. Okay, so, not bad. We, like, we, we very much value, like, of, like, okay, if you're not a good, if you appoint the right people, that is a good call. And so we do yes. put a lot of weight on that. And so that, that's why we gave a lot of points to Darren the second, even though he never 
like lifted a sword the entire time. Right. And like Well, I mean, you've still participated in warfare and in military yeah. command, so I mean, I mean even if it's just arranging it. Right. To a certain extent, and I hate I hate bringing up this guy, but um Joseph Stalin. Mm. By the end by the end of the war, he's like, All right, guys, I'm screwing up. Someone else take over. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yes, 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 he was. He made a lot of screw-ups, and he said, "You know what? I am not built for this. Someone smart. This is the only time I'm going. This is the only time I'm going to admit that man is smarter than moi. <laughs> go fix this, please. Go fix this." Ugh. Yeah. Well, his screw-ups cost millions of lives. So, yeah. Yep. 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 Literal millions. Okay. <laughs> so, madness and misrule. What do you have well, on that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So this is the fun category. This is always the fun category. <laughs> oh no. So you're about to tear my girl a new one. I can't wait. This is oh, not yeah. nice. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, we've already said like I like Rhaenyra a lot, and she's a wonderful, nuanced character. And she deserved but, better. But she deserves boy, she way gets, better. But boy, oh, did she screw up. And boy, yeah. did she not get better. So we have to talk about what actually happened. Yes. Yeah. She unequivocally denied Aegon II's claim to the throne and plunged the realm into war. Though how much the war can be directly blamed on the ambitious, on the ambitions of Alicent, Alicent forced the issue when she had Aegon declared king, when it was the will of Viserys that Rhaenyra succeed him. And also it wasn't necessarily the will of Aegon, probably. Yeah, yeah. So... Like that—that's the thing. Is like it's—it's it's the same thing we struggle with with when we come to uh, Robert and uh, Ares the Second, where it's just like it's like, well, it's it's kind of Rhaegar's fault, but it's also kind of Ares' fault. It's kind of a toss-up. It turns like, out like the whole system is broken. Yeah, you know that's that's the big one. Um, yeah. Uh, God, I would say like the misruling really but, started. But I, have, I have more notes, so. Oh no! Oh, yes. oh no! Yes. Don't. So during her time as queen, a mob destroyed her dragons. Wasn't nice. And kind of undignified. Yeah. She, although she did not order it, she approved Damon's assassination of Aegon and Helena's son. She didn't order, though, the, the circumstances of what would transpire for said assassination. Yeah, she but she better. approved it. She knew better. She also, and like this is something I didn't note at the time, Evan, but this is an important one that other yes. people have pointed out. She yes. ordered arrest warrants that led to the death of poor Prince Jaehaerys, Je oh. oh. Aegon's other son. Yep. Yeah. And... Uh, it is said that either Rhaenyra wept at the sight of, of her nephew's head, mm -hmm. or, according to less favorable sources, she laughed at it. I choose to believe the former. I do believe the former. She was a mother. No. I mean, she wept at all of her kids' deaths, like, this whole time, so... Yeah. And he was, like, four. Mm. Like, he was no threat. No. It reminds me of when Tommen was supposed to be sent to Rosby and Tyrion, like, had him found. But, like, yeah. it reminds me of what could have happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Ugh. So, she was incredibly paranoid and turned allies into enemies. Yeah. Yeah. That was, like, Just, her worst trait in the end. Hello, 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 
Who's worse, Cersei or Rhaenyra? Cersei. Cersei. <laughs> like, no, Cersei's... we didn't even hesitate. We were both just like Cersei. Yeah. yeah. It's because yeah. Cer- Cersei is the one thing that Rhaenyra is not. Cersei is really, really stupid. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The other thing, personally, and you said it earlier, Chloe, but like, I think this is one of the biggest things that's different between the show and the and the books. It's like when I'm in Cersei's POV, I really don't like. Even though she mentions it, I don't really get the sense that she loves her kids. Like, I think she likes. Like she does love Marcella. She loves the idea of them, and she sees them as extensions of herself and extensions of her power. Yeah. I, yes. I, I that like like but like she doesn't actually love Tommen like no she's no. mean to Tommen right yeah she's, she's a little he's a good boy too yeah it's not his fault he was born of incest yeah, yeah. I I, w- I really wish Tommen could survive because he's just like oh all he does like oh he just wants to play with his cats he's just an outlaw beats right. yeah. he's a good boy yeah uh, it, it's a bummer because it's like. That's what's probably going to bring Cersei down, too. Like, we were talking about, like, Marcella is all she has left, and Marcella is an extension of her. When Marcella was sold off, yeah, Cersei wept for her going to Dorne, but, like, Cersei wept more for Cersei. Cersei yeah. mourned what because was now, taken away now, from her. Right, because... And that's the opposite of Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra loves her kids. Yeah, and she yeah. kept them close to her, and each one of them died, you know? I mean, at the very end, she was just, like, she wouldn't let anything happen to her well, kids. Technically, but, two didn't die, but yeah. Yeah, right. She got lucky there, uh, and they are, they ended up okay. <laughs> yeah, well, one of them did. Yeah. God. Yeah. Aegon the Third was a little somber, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that would happen if you watched your mom get eaten by a dragon, right? Yeah, I was like Aegon the Third is like it's like it's completely like I love that the like the the book says like well, what do you expect yeah. like like. The, Pretty much it's like he either would have been this or he would have been like this lash lash out crazy. Right. <laughs> either way, he would have been like thoroughly, thoroughly traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. Like cut the poor kid a bit of slack. He got to see his mother get eaten by a live reptile the size of a whale when he was four years old. And uh, let and that sink he- in for a moment. And he thought he abandoned his brother to his death. Yeah. For decades. <laughs> Again, let there's, the, this let really, there's this let really good fan art I'll have to send you guys later that uh, this artist, Naomi Makes Art, did of oh. like when they came back together and reunited him and Viserys. And I love that like Aegon Third and Viserys is literally just like Viserys and Damon all over again. <laughs> right? Like, it, like In a way. Lojara, like it. It's basically like them all over again, personality wise, because that's who they were. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Although, although <laughs> boys. much nicer because Viserys. Well, actually, no, Damon did love Viserys. Yeah, they loved yes. each other. Absolutely. Uh, he was jealous and he wanted the throne and he knew he'd never get it, which is kind of messed up when you think about it. But also, like, he wasn't sympathetic. Like, I feel for Rhaenyra getting her birthright stolen from her. I don't care about Damon or anything that happens to him. Right. <laughs> Although like, he does me, go- Okay, wait a minute. Saved but, but by the it, Bell villain. In, the, in the spirit of, of Star Wars, though, you cannot deny that he goes out pretty awesome. Oh, he does have a badass thing, but like also then it's like. Oh, and he cool. gets to kill my my least favorite Targaryen, Aemon. Yeah, and- no, that's like that's yeah. the hard part of deciding whether he's awful or like okay, you know, because you're like, ah, oh, he killed Aemon. 
Uh, but then it's like when your biggest accomplishment is hooking up with that like person of color, brown girl, dragon rider. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's right. your biggest like who's way younger than you are and probably grooming her too, just like you groomed Rhaenyra and like, seduced her. Like I'm like, what's really good about you, Damon? Like just because you banged nettles and like left Rhaenyra. It's kind of like the idea, I guess in a way he has a lot of Jamie Lannister qualities, right? Like, yeah. Because yeah. when you think about it, Brienne of Tarth is 20 years old right now. It's 300 AC in the books and she's only 20 years old and Jamie Lannister's 35. So it's like, Jamie Lannister, maybe you're just like gross. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with Damon, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe that's something to look into right there, that parallel, if we're going to look at Cersei as Rhaenyra in a couple ways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, lastly, yeah. She she ordered the death of her actual allies, Nettles yeah. and Adam Valerian. And Adam Valerian was brave. Yeah. Adam Valerian is just so, so awesome. The Valerians well, both of those... were badasses. I love Valerians. Yeah. Well, like in Fire and Blood, like that that, that really turned me to the to them. Like they're so great of like this generation of 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 Valerians. You got Corliss. I, I mean, sadly you do also have Lenor, but Lenor's Yeah. But then Lenor's like... cool though. I mean yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. He was a dragon rider. He wasn't too bad. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, a Adam, and then, like, Alan, who's, like, kind of nobody in during the Dance of the Dragons, but then he becomes Alan Oakenfist. And it's just like, wow. Dang. These kids totally panned out pretty good. Yeah, his his legacy turned great. It's a bummer we don't see much more than, like, Arrayne Waters in the main yeah. series. Yeah. So... What do you think? <laughs> With all that in mind, what do you think? Yes. Uh, uh, on a scale of one to ten, what does this yeah. mean? Like ten means very misruling and mad, or one means misruling and mad? Oh, it, it's a uh, just just ten means like very misruling or mad, and like one is okay. nothing. Right. One is one is uh, who actually did, one is like Jaharis. Yes. I would say. And like ten is like Aries the second, yeah, right. I guess or Magor. Um, I would put her at a six. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Six or five. I mean, I don't think. I don't think it's fair to put her like what the amount of stuff she did in madness and in misruling is minimal compared to, like. It, it, it's so hard because it's such a gray scale because it's like, yeah, she did shitty things as far as ruling as well. Like, she chose the wrong counselors. Right. Uh, she trusted people but maybe she shouldn't have. she was also ruling have. during the war, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's different because you have to have those tough counselors. You, I mean, as much as Damon does suck and he's a creepy, grooming uncle, pedophile whatever, like, get him away from my kids, all of my teenager Targaryen kids, let me just hold them and protect them, and it's fine. They don't have to be bad warriors and mean rulers. They could just... Go with their dragons onto a farm, you know, <laughs> a state where they can hang out. Like, but uh, his rule was needed for some things. I mean, otherwise, was she just going to stand for what they did to her kid? You know, like, uh, I mean, they, but then the Greens were awful. Also, like, mm, yeah. that's the biggest thing. They were awful. They were garbage, garbage people. Alicent was scheming and ambitious, and I understand why. I mean, what would you do? Just like sit there kindly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but that doesn't excuse it. She literally is usurping the entire, like, secession for her son. She killed a guy in the council that disagreed with it. Like, that's a little tyranty. Uh, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I just think that the stuff that she did while she ruled was not enough for us to judge worse than six. Okay. All right. That's how I feel. 
That's great. That's good. Yeah, it's very good. Um, just like a, I think one of the most heartbreaking notes personally of, of just show you how awful the greens are. Like Prince Darren, the daring is the only one who's actually wept that his father died. Yeah. In the greens, like Amon and Aegon are like, oh, whatever. Yeah, they don't hmm. care. Yeah, they don't care. It's not they... about that. It's about the throne. Yeah. Oh boy. Ass high towers. So scheming. Just up jumped. <laughs> Should have just stayed in their damn tower. <laughs> okay, so um you kind of mentioned earlier some of the more pretty fan arts, but here I'm gonna send you a, a couple of portraits. Oh, okay, I'm ready. And, uh, I'm ready. And uh, you can judge them and see how they what do you think? Yes. Um some of the fire and blood ones, like they do get her curvaceous features, I I will know. Yeah, note. they I do. Don't, I don't... Doug Wheatley did a great job. Yeah. This one, I honestly, like, the, the first one is from uh, The World of Ice and Fire, and that's obviously, like, um, beautiful Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra, the Realm's Delight. Yeah. Right. This Princess one... of Dragonstone. Yeah, this one is, um, I don't know who this is from, but this one's, like, really, like, kind of, probably a bit, honestly, more what she would have looked like okay. when she was queen. Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that. and she wore her hair like that in those braids. That's true. And, but I also like the one from, and the last one I'm sending over is uh, from is from uh, westeros.org mm-hmm. by Amok. Yeah. Yeah, this is the best one to go by. And this is what reminds me of the Megan Follows too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I would say that's probably the most accurate one, that last one of the three in general. I mean the World of Ice and Fire one was great, but I loved how a lot of the World of Ice and Fire art was definitely based on celebrities. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but there's like yeah. some Brad Pitt stuff in there. There's some Angelina and Brad for Jake and Allie for G Jerry's <laughs> and Alisan. Oh uh, my god. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see it, that. it was funny. It was very funny. Well, I mean, Hemsworth, Hemsworth is Rhaegar. That's too much. That's I some believe... Tumblr girl stuff right there. <laughs> hey, gotta let, hey, gotta let the fans squeal. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely think that she had the queenly look. Mm-hmm. Out of five, what, do you, what would you say? I mean, I, I also do want to say, like, she wore Jahir, the crown that Jaehaerys wore. Yeah, yeah. And Viserys wore like she she wore a crown that came from a righteous line and you know promoted her birth. So I do want to put that out there. I'd say that uh, this one's out of five. You said. Yeah. Nice. Oh, wow! Wow! Changing the scale. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I mean, this is just looks, and so we don't want to like weight that as high as like right. Yeah. Ruling. I'd give her a four. I'd give her a four. I mean, she did okay. kind of you know. Also, it's like it's hard to judge her looks. Like, really, what are you judging against? She wore really nice clothes and armor, and she had a crown. So yeah, yeah. and she had the Targaryen look. I mean, mm-hmm. well, the the Greens would say to you, Chloe, that that but but Aegon wore the the crown of Aegon the Conqueror. Yeah. Well, Aegon died of poison, and he sucks. So yeah. Oh yes. Yes. By the end, like I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Like it's like I, I can feel sorry for you because you're in agonizing pain for the rest of your days, but yeah. you are really a piece of crap. <laughs> and are... like, how dramatic is that, that dialogue between them when she just like shows up and he's like, "Oh yeah, he died." Like you first. Oh my god, yeah. shut up. 
This is like some days of our lives Targaryen's crap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, first you, sister. You are the Elder. I'm glad you're finally acknowledging that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, I like that she, like, doesn't go down swinging. Like, yeah. well, uh, my, my men will find me if they search the depths of hell. <laughs> <laughs> What's great is that that's the best part of, like, all of it was so petty that at the very end, like, she dies and then he dies not too long after. Yeah. What was no, it for, a-holes? So, your total score, um, like, uh, I doubled it, so okay. it would be just like how we scored, just to compare, is yeah. uh, 43.5. Okay. And uh, what, did, what did we give her? We gave her... I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't well, remember I, I'm looking got. at the chart. I got the chart. She got 48 from us. So wow. It's so I'm tough. I'm, like, really critical. That's good to know. Not by much, though. That's the funniest part. It's yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Well, but, to me, the biggest, like, overarching thing is that if you're a ruler, you have a duty to the whole feudal society. You yes. have this, un- like, it's not, uh, it's an invisible societal contract that you need to protect your small folk. And the whole, like, end of the Dance of the Dragons is they should have married. Her and Aegon should have shut up, married, made dragon babies with each other. And if they really wanted their dynasty to have no issues, like, you want to know why the dragons left? It wasn't Aegon Third. It was the Dance of the Dragons. That's why. 100%. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, well, it's just like it's so misplaced blame on yeah. on like calling him Dragon Bane. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, he didn't like dragons, but even he knew like, yeah, we knew need dragons though. Yeah. And, and I mean, when you take the dragons dry. away from the Targaryens, that's what they are. They're just Targaryens. Yeah. So, but with all that in mind, the final verdict is she a dragon or is she a dud? Is she someone worth remembering or would she ultimately be kind of a footnote in history? I think she's definitely someone to remember. So a dragon? Yeah, she's a dragon. All right. Nice. Congrats. Yay. Also a footnote, just to give credit where credit's due, we we gave that, we also voted her a dragon, but we did not share the same with Aegon II. No. Aegon the Usurper, because because of the fact that, like that is like it wasn't even his cho- like Rhaenyra actually went out of her way to try going for the, mm-hmm. the throne, like Aegon the Second had to be like convinced of doing it. He was no true dragon. No, not at all. No, and I'm excited to see what Rhaenyra's story bears going forward in the main story of A Song of Ice and Fire when it comes yeah. to birthrights mm-hmm. and dragons and King's Landing. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be great. I'm that very excited great. about that. <laughs> well, before we close this off, I, I have a couple of quickfire fan questions I want to ask you as a super yeah. fan. Yeah. All right. So in the spirit of all we've just said, just for your for clarity, blacks or greens? Oh, blacks. <laughs> what am I, a peasant? What's that? Blacks <laughs> or greens? Okay. Did you really invite me on this podcast thinking otherwise? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It's just bad to ask. Red, but next one, red or black dragon? Ooh. Mm. Look, the Blackfires had some bad luck, obviously. Like, <laughs> I mean, they are Targaryen bastards. It sounds like bad luck to me. But uh, I got to keep it with the Targaryens. The Blackfires should have just stayed at home and done some knitting. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I'm the odd one out. I did. Say, I would have supported Damon. <laughs> you, you need to meet one of my buddies that comes to Ice and Fire Con every year. His name's Pat, and anyone 
that is in the Game of Thrones community probably knows him that hangs out at the conventions because he is the only Frey and Blackfire fan I know slash tolerate. I tolerate him is what I'm telling you. So you guys would be friends. You make good friends. No, 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 no. Let, 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 me, let me defend myself of what I've said before is like, it's just that I would like I'm I'm thinking of myself as a, if I was a person in in Westeros, I would just be confused because it's just like what? But we would be small. Like, folks, so, let's be real. The, the, yeah. yeah, I was like the sort None of this would matter to us. We would just like be sad yeah. because Jimmy down the street's farm got burnt down because a dragon got hungry a couple weeks ago. So we'd be like, right. wow, all of us Absolutely. are hungry. This sucks. So <laughs> I would just be confused because like I was like, wait a minute, but the king gave the sword to Damon. And he doesn't think Darren is his son. Uh, and he legitimized Damon. That's something that like I'm so excited about for the next Fire and Blood. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's gonna be so great. Yeah. Uh, that I'm so looking forward to more Blood Raven. Just any yes. shenanigans. And like that. all all of Aegon the Fourth, and just like him being just the monster that he is. Especially like. Aegon or uh, Blood Raven's long game is a big one. Brynden's long yeah. game, and then yeah. uh, Sea Star is one to be excited about. I want to read more about that for sure, especially after we had Tyanna in the Tower and all these other characters that are accused of being witches in the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Another one. Robert yeah. or Rhaegar. Ooh. Oh, they're both idiots. <laughs> <laughs> They are. I hated both <laughs> types, and they're both stupid. Yeah. Um, God. At least they have a type. I guess, like... I don't want it. Um, what do I have to do once I choose one? Do I have to keep them? Do I have to, like, <laughs> can I get rid of them after? No, I really don't know what I would have done if I was a lord or lady of a house during that time that had command over my house, because, like... Okay, obviously Robert's side is righteous because Ares is wrong, but if you believe in Southern ambitions, uh, Stefan Sasse, if you've read any of his work, he wrote one of the biggest yeah. theories in all of ASWAF, basically, that is not really a theory so much as more an analysis because basically of the Riverlands, the Vale, and the North, the head patriarchs, John Aaron, Hoster Tully, yeah. uh, and right. Rickard Stark, all were bros, and Stefan Baratheon was a little bit in on this, too, in the background, and Tywin in the background, but they yeah. all were bros on their own, right? And they yep. high-fived and were like, let's marry off our kids to each other and make alliances, and eventually it turned into when the crown turned away from them and, of course, you know, broke that right with Brandon and Rickard. Uh, that was full-out war. That was, we are going to put our backing behind Robert Baratheon, who has Targaryen blood. Right. That's the biggest reason why. Yep. But the tourney at Harrenhal was a political endeavor to get people to Rhaegar's side, likely. Yep. Because it was footed by Tywin Lannister, who was supporting Rhaegar. Now, the problem here is that Lyanna Stark got involved. Yep. Lyanna Stark, who didn't want to marry Robert Baratheon, who they were likely quietly chitter-chattering about still about making him king even at the time. And she right. likely probably had a few hints of it. And then she met Rhaegar Targaryen. And mm-hmm. we all know it was history from there. Yep. Um, so Lyanna really messed that up because otherwise, like, they had it on either side. They thought they had it clean. But Lyanna was right. like, well, here's a hint to you, Rhaegar. This might be happening. Right. Good luck, Robert. Right. Birthing out babies. Wolf okay. dragon babies. Yep, that's uh, that's it. That was the okay. rebellion right there. So I don't know. I can't really choose because they both were idiots. Okay, fair enough. I, I think that's, that's a fair That's answer. a great answer. Great answer. Yeah. Yep. Baylor, starved or poisoned? 
I like to go with the idea that he was just like was stupid enough to like not eat and then starved. You know what I mean? <laughs> like as much as poison, probably it could be poison. But at this point, a if we find out about it, it won't be for many years until Fire and Blood Two comes out. Yep. And B, he didn't have to be poisoned. He was just like that dumb that he was just fasting anyways. So yeah, probably you believe, you believe he is just dumb enough to starve himself to death. Yeah, for yeah. the faith. I mean, we saw what happened with the faith in him. Yeah. All right, Viserys the second, older poisoned. Oh, I think. Honestly, I think he was probably just old. Oh, they don't all have yeah. to be special kills. It was some historians think he might have been poisoned and all, but it's like I don't know. Yeah, he could have been poisoned. I, like I don't see that in Aegon the Fourth for all his faults. It's like mm, I don't see that though. I don't think he had the energy for it anymore. Yeah. He was like poxied and he had herp, and he was just popping bastards out and like finding new mistresses every other day. And I don't know. I just don't think he had it in him to also be poisoning Viserys. Okay. In that same spirit, best Aegon? Oh, best ah. Aegon. Yes. I guess... Uh, Aegon the fifth, except for when he blew up half his house. <laughs> Fair enough. Shit. Fair enough. Aegon the seventh. <laughs> um... <laughs> Just uh, kidding. You yeah. that doesn't so, count. worst person to sit on the Iron Throne? Oh no! Mm. I guess Magor. Really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't go Ares too. I know a lot of people would go Ares too. I feel I, I have some sympathy for Ares too because he. It's it's exactly what you were going to end up having sympathy when it comes to like Daenerys in the books, probably because she doesn't yeah. have the best advisors. They're all pretty shitty. They're all whispering in her ear, and they're like, you should do this, you should do this, you're a dragon, be a dragon. <laughs> and then she's just going to burn everything down and be like, I don't know what I'm doing! Mm-hmm. So, uh, I John, tried to have some sympathy. No, John, John? Oh. I don't really count I'm, him as a Targaryen. Uh, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. I don't think he's going to embrace his Targaryen side. So. Well, I mean, honestly, okay, this is, like... You know, Catelyn's really Jon Snow's mother, for all intents and purposes. It's like yeah, that's, that's the woman the one that who raised him, quote unquote, yeah. even though she wouldn't say his name. Yeah. So it's just like, like he's a Stark, really. Yeah. Right. Ned like, is pretty much the, all he's had. Ned and his brothers. Yeah. That's his family. He's a Stark, and he's not gonna really, especially once he gets to learn the only Targaryen he knows. Yeah. He might it's have like, a few, a uh, few reasons to reject that lineage. Yeah, maybe a few. Just a few. So, Best person to sit on the Iron Throne. Ooh. Ooh. I guess I would go with Jaharis, I suppose. Um, Jaharis Conciliator? Yeah, Jaharis nice. won. I mean, that's the only decent... Him and Egg, those were the only two that had decent hearts and minds for the most part. Mm-hmm. What about Darren? Darren the second seemed to be kind of that. He was okay, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, what happened at Summerhall? Trying to wake dragons, son. <laughs> okay. And likely wildfire. Trying to wake eggs with wildfire is what I think. Um, I mean, we all know what the end game of it was. He was trying to do something with fire, some sort of ritual, likely mm-hmm. for prophecy. And, well, Rhaegar was born. Yeah. 
I really don't think it's all that mysterious. I think a lot of people are like, oh, when we finally get the answer in Fire and Blood or in Dunkin' Egg, and I'm like, I mean, we already have the answer. Yeah. Well, we, he was doing something to bring dragons back. I think that's obvious, and I think it was likely due to prophecy, and it was likely speaking of, you know, bringing a warrior from their line or someone from their line. Like, more than likely, these elements were involved, and everything's on fire, and right. everyone died except for a handful of people. Can you answer this question in, in, in less than 10 minutes? What was going on between Ashura Dane and Ned Stark? Um, I'm just saying there were a lot of people in that tent, and she might still be alive and married to one of them living in the neck of the <laughs> Next question. Okay. <laughs> you did wonderful. Thank you. I Thank kept you. it within a minute. I kept it in 30 <laughs> seconds. I don't... Nice. Hey. Sometimes I think, like, I, I try to think of, like, that drinking game with Shay and Tyrion and Bronn in the show. You know, yes. when they do the drinking game, that's kind of what I imagine that night probably was like. All those teenagers hanging out in the tent, drinking beer, and just being like flirting with each other. And I think nothing happened. I don't think any of them got laid. I don't no. think a single one of them did. I think those stupid teenagers are still virgins to this day. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh boys. Yep. Uh, best hand of the king. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. <sighs> I don't know. I think. I think, honestly, I liked Viserys II in general, so maybe mm-hmm. that's why I'm going to say him. I just think he was, like, <laughs> he was he was good at, at, at ruling in general, but yeah. as Tyrion notes in the books, he was, you know, better as ruling in general, not just as hand, but I liked him as hand. I did. Yeah. Well, we love him, like, b- because he was just, like, like because especially as like of the the three kings he served, Aegon the Third was the best. Which yeah. think about that is like, like well no, but he, Aegon Third gets kind of a bit of a bad rep. But like it's just like then he had to deal with like adventuring Darrens. Like I'm gonna go to war. I'm gonna go to war. And then yes. Baylor was just like oh, this is the pious way of the gods. Like okay nephew, but can we negotiate that? Can we just like mark it down yeah. a little bit? That's the thing is he was like, he politically ruled well, like he had a little bit of diplomacy, he had a little bit of intrigue. Um, and I mean, obviously due to environmental reasons, he ended up marrying someone not from Westeros. But we know that like the Lycini bits of time, uh, I mean, even just like from what we learned in Fire and Blood, there was a whole entire era where the economy was built solely on that. Until yep. he sucked, obviously, and we learned all that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yep. uh even before that, there was a whole... He brought a whole economy for a while. Yep. All right. Last two. All right. Who is the rightful heir to Westeros? No one. It's a broken system. <laughs> <laughs> Radicalized. That's <laughs> a first. Burned down the throne. Yep. And uh, la- lastly, who should sit on the Iron Throne? No, oh, same answer. No one should sit on the Iron Throne. They should develop a really good council that takes into account... Not only lords and ladies with big keeps, but also small folk. And they should establish bigger councils of, you know, things among all the people. And, you know, just start your own little governments, guys. You should have lots of that. In other words, build your own parliament. Yes. Yes. Which, in my opinion, to get slightly political for a moment, I think that is the ideal way to make a democracy. If you're going to do a democracy, make it a parliament. Interesting. Interesting. So... I think we've covered a lot. This has been a wonderful long episode. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me, you guys. I had a blast. I entered it a lot more optimistic about Rhaenyra than I left it, believe it or not. 
Aww. I know. I still love her. I still, you know, she the queen that never was. Yeah. Well, no, she was. She was, but she pretty yeah. much was never. The queen that never ruled. Really. She didn't yeah. really rule. She didn't have a chance, and I wish yeah. she would have had a chance when she was not crazy. I mean, that's the difficult thing, and that's um, something, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, it's um, it's in the Lord of the Rings movie but mm-hmm. by Gandalf. It's like, we don't get to choose the times we live in, and it's just what we do with the times we're, we're around. Yeah. And just like, poor Rhaenyra is like, clearly has it in her to be a pretty decent ca- ruler. Yeah. And she just, unfortunately, is in like, but no one agrees that she, she should rule, and so that leads to all this trouble. Yeah. Yeah. If they had just given her the rain and no pun intended and uh, let her go, <laughs> let yeah. her fly, I, I think it could have been good, but they didn't. And uh, desperate times called for desperate measures. So yep. uh, there's a famous, a famous quote. You'll know it. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Oh yes. So burn it all down, Rhaenyra. Good for you, girl. <laughs> burn it all down, Rhaenyra and Cersei. Hey, that's how I felt with Danny too. You know what? Like at the same time, yeah, it sucked, and yeah, she had to uh, be stopped. But at the same time, burn it all down, girl. Just burn them, burn it all, okay. whatever. All right. Who cares? We're getting on Aries' second territory. I think with that, we should end no. the podcast. <laughs> yes. Chaos uh, is an Aries platter. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No. I think um, next week, Evan and I are going to come back to go to the second melee, mm-hmm. and. Uh, after that, we do have ideas. We'd love to have guests on like Chloe. So um, if anyone's interested, please hit us up and we'd love to talk. Um, but uh, we still have ideas for uh, ranking the claimants and uh, ranking a couple of the hands of the kings. So we're not done just yet. So we'll see you around. Bye. Bye.